Hello, my name is Philip Ross and welcome to the IR35 podcast. Thanks very much, very small audience here today at home in my small room. Um, Sorry about the delay in actually recording. Uh, Obviously COVID's got in the way of us all and just like everybody else I'm finding you're actually in one of two camps. You're in the camp where you're working um, still, thankfully, uh, but you're absolutely flat out. Um, or you're not working um, and, uh, and, you, and you're anxious about the future. Fortunately, I'm in the situation where I am working. I've been uh, completely flat out over the last um, well, the last 56 days or however long the lockdown's been going on. Um, so, so apologies for not having put anything forward. I did put in the last podcast, talked about IR35 having been suspended by the government in its uh, blind panic over what is actually um, going to happen with following COVID. Um, so I've got some good news, if you don't already know it, and some bad news. And uh, let me tell you to start off with that the, the good news does nowhere near actually outweigh the bad news. Uh, but I will start with the good news. The good news is that in the run-up to um, the run-up after run-up to the previous budget, actually, the House of Lords um, did put together a a report into IR35, looking at the fairness of it and. Uh, and you know, and the House of Lords—they're not as tied to the party lines as the, as, uh, as, uh, as as in Parliament. They're not then set up to um, simply uh, get in, uh, do do as they're told, and they get they take a chance to actually look in more detail at issues. And I'm, a few years ago, they looked at IR35 before uh, to at uh, the idea of personal service companies. So in the report that they issued called Off Payroll Working, Treating People Fairly, uh, the Economics Committee of the House of Lords, um, it's fair to say, slammed the, uh, the, private, the off payroll working for the, for the public sector. And they basically said that the framework to tackle tax avoidance has never worked satisfactory through its 20 years history. And therefore we conclude that the framework of the whole thing is actually uh, is actually flawed. Lord Forsyth of Dundream, um, who's the chair of the House of Lords Economic Finance Bill, Bill Subcommittee, it's a bit of a mouthful there, he said that our inquiry found that these rules to be riddled with problems, unfairness and unintended consequences. The potential impact of the rules on the wider labour market, particularly the gig economy, has been overlooked by the government. It must devote time to analysing all of this. A wholesale reform of the House of Lords is required. Yes, yes, yes. Unfortunately, that's, um, you know, we could do, uh, that, that's like go back to the future. That's almost like what was been said 20 years ago by members of the House of Lords. It's, it's been a, a, a constant view when anybody actually takes time to look at it properly, they realise it is a total pig's breakfast. Uh, it doesn't work. It's completely flawed. Uh, and it's, it's, it's highly problematic. So great. Fantastic. Well, you've got a Conservative government. Uh, 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 Conservative dominated um, House of Lords, so surely they will have uh, listened to the to the members in their lordships chambers and said, "Crikey!" Particularly in the wake of COVID, I thought, "Crikey, yes, we are delaying it for a year. We can uh, we'll have a prop- we we'll use this opportunity now to actually the heat's off. Actually, we can't damage our economy any further, uh, and we will actually um, help the self-employed." No, no, no. And the government decided that to. Uh, press ahead through its uh, virtual parliament um, and and push ahead and and table the off payroll amendment at the committee stage of the finance bill with the idea of reintroducing IR35 
uh, for the private sector um, to come in next year. It's going to go to the committee stage, which commences the 25th of June, um, and, uh, and and slowly make its way through Parliament unless we can get some strong, good opposition from it. And uh, there is still a chance they can see sense. Uh, David Davis, the Conservative MP, um, was very strong and vocal, even, even tabled an amendment to actually call for it to be put off for 2023-24. But um, because of the chaos that's in the House of Lords and uh, unfortunately the unwillingness of Labour to even vote, actually the whole amendment thing went through without a vote and didn't get a chance. On the Labour side, I'm pleased to say that Meg Hillier, who was the chairperson of the Public Accounts Committee, was absolutely damning on, 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 on IR35 and on the, on the new on the new changes. Um, uh, so there, there is opportunity, and I'm going to be working hard at using my influence and contacts actually to get get through to Meg and see what we can do within the within the within the Labour Party to see what opposition they can actually still put up. And basically, it's important if you've got a Labour MP. Uh, so to really lobby them actually hard to do this actually because we need Labour to get off to get out and actually oppose this not actually can't rely on actually Boris just changing his mind we need to actually see a whole sea change in um, in approach to this well I'm sorry about that delay in the updates but so some good news on the I-35 which is the House of Lords stuff actually somebody has seen sense and understood it the bad news is fortunately that those people who have seen sense have not been the government uh, but we live to fight on uh, we've still got our health hopefully you all stay well uh, and stay safe thank you very much my name is Philip Ross and this was the I-35 podcast Thank you.